1: This three day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Align and awaken with Mother Earth Rising Podcast. Let's rise and heal together with me, Pippa, your Mother Earth Healer. Hey guys, welcome back. Today is so special to me. 11 11th of November, this is being released, and today I just want to bring a real special episode to you all. So, anyone who's been listening to me for the last six, seven months has known that I've had an amazing partner, Chris, and today is our anniversary. So, happy anniversary to us. And I wanted to release a special episode today with the one and only Chris Mortensen. So hey Chris. <laughs> Thanks. Hey <babe>. <laughs> <laughs> so as you all know the interviews that I, I have on the podcast are to you know find out about people, what they're doing, their purposes and how they're going to help mother earth. Now as a lot of you may not know my lovely partner Chris is my twin flame for any of you spiritual people out there. And he's also an amazing uh, conservationist. He does so much for animals. He has his own podcast, and that is how we met. So we're going to be talking a little bit about our story, but ultimately, I want Chris to speak to you today about how we can impact Mother Earth in our physical way and how we can just help the planet individually through sustainable living, through being more eco, eating less meat, all those kind of things. So I'm going to let Chris just introduce himself, and then I'm going to ask him some really important questions.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I am the infamous Chris, uh, aka Dr. Chris Mortensen. We we. We coined myself with a spiritual scientist. So, uh, I, I am. I was a research scientist for many years, uh, working in animal physiology, and just seeing what was going on around the Earth the last you know, just ten years. I mean, I've always been into exotic animals conservation, but seeing the planet in the shape it was, I felt like I had to do more. So, I changed my my research. I started doing research in elephants and rhinos and and some other you know, endangered species. But as I left left academia, I started a podcast with one of my partners, Dr. Angie Adkin. And we started the All Creatures podcast. And it's actually grown more than we ever dreamed. We didn't dream it would be this popular. We were, you know, voted a top 10 science podcast the last couple of years. We have tens of thousands of listeners around the world. It's just, it's been amazing the reach. But more amazing for us is just the fact that the stories that we tell about these conservation experts in the field and these animals. So that brought me and Pip together, who Pip found my podcast and reached out to me on Instagram. And we just were friends and just chatting for a few months until just we were so drawn together, like two magnets just came slamming together. The universe said, you two are meant to be together because... The second we turned it on and said, you know what? Yeah, I'm really into you. Like, bam, It, our relationship has just, it, it's been insane. It's been an insane journey the, the, the past year, getting through the pandemic together, how I at first was like, there's no way this relationship could work. I lived in California, Pips in England. I was like, "There's no way. There's no way, I'm gonna date somebody from England. Like, come on! I live in California, and lo and behold, here we are. And now, you know, we we are our futures melded together. I mean, we're 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 one as a twin flame, and the spiritual journey that we've done the past year together has just been incredible and I think that's what we're talk a little bit about today right
1: yeah because I feel like I've got a lot of spiritual listeners but I have got pe- a lot of people who listen and they're really really into the whole how can I help mother earth how can I be better how can I be a more empowered human being and you know we're a species and ourselves as Chris will I'm not going to go into the science part of this podcast but he will obviously back me up in a lot of things and that my, my journey is to help people heal. And Chris and I really have this, this kind of quote that we stick to. It's kind of our motto and that, that is, you know, to help mother earth heal, we have to heal ourselves. And I truly believe that that's a real massive statement. That could be everyone's mantra, you know, heal myself to heal the world. We've just recently watched David Attenborough's movie, which we totally recommend to watch. And you know, David Attenborough talks about you've walked, David Attenborough has been around for so many years and you've watched all of his Our Planet, Blue Planet, Frozen Planet, all of them. The most recent one, the Seven Worlds, One Planet, where if you haven't seen that, you know, go and watch them because they, they are heart wrenching, but they, they really, they fire that passion in you. They fire that inspiration in you. And his most recent movie that he's made is just so heartwarming because he's, you know, he's in his 90s. He wants to make such an impact before he leaves this planet into the next realm. And he talks about actually isn't about saving the planet it's about saving ourselves. So think about that for a moment. What we're doing isn't to save our planet. It's to save ourselves. And that resonates with the motto of healing ourselves to heal the world. So to help save ourselves, we have to heal ourselves. And that's where Chris and I's journey's just been just insane. Like there's just no words to describe. I haven't found any words yet that describe Chris and I's journey and the way we've come together and all the stepping stones that we've taken. It's like Hansel and Gretel. I've followed the breadcrumbs finding chris's podcast was like so random you know the synchronicity there was incredible i'd chosen to go back to study animal behavior which i had this urge to do i was in australia and i thought right i'm gonna go and study animal behavior and then i wanted to listen to an animal podcast and i just i'd googled it i was sat on burley beach in the gold coast i of my aussie fans mm-hmm. i was literally sat on burley beach and i googled the best animal podcast to listen to and Chris's was just a random one on a page of 20 on there clicked it and I was like wow love this guy's voice didn't even think in that moment that I would be sat here right now in this room with him recording this this episode and him being in the UK with me for this long and as our journey just the stuff we've been doing like Basically I want to do this episode to to, to you know find out more about Chris cuz you know I love him to pieces and I want you you all love him and he's you know what he's doing for the world and both of us as a couple you know we're we're such a power couple and we're, we 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 happily say that because what we both want to do is so detrimental to this this planet before we leave this planet in in years and years and years to come. But this episode ultimately is to help you to heal. If you know giving that value to you to help you heal and to get the science behind it as well. Because you know it's great me being woo-woo saying do this, meditate, gratitude, getting in nature, grounding, all these kind of things. But when you have the science back behind it, you know, we have to look at the science as well. You know, they've predicted a lot of stuff. So I'm just going to ask Chris things that I would ask anyone else on my interview, because I think it's great for people to get to know you as I know you, Mm -hmm. and you're such an amazing soul, Chris. So I want people to get to know you. So take the listeners back to how you fell into spirituality and this new earth way of life. Did you always know you were spiritual?
0: Yeah, I've always been spiritual. I mean, I grew up in a religious family, very Christian going to church on Sundays, and, you know, as I went off to college on my own, I still found myself gravitating back to church to pray. I just always loved prayer, which to me is meditation. Now I meditate every day. That's my form of prayer. And through the years, I've I've done things like learn how to meditate at a young age, um, dealing with, you know having a hard day, how do you deal with it? So trying to connect with your higher self. And and then I was just started reading books. And one of the first books that really changed the way I viewed, I guess, religion was the first one, was Conversations with God. And Neil Donald Walsh, it blew my mind away and totally changed how I viewed, not just religion, but God, you know, and and, and the universe. And and I'm on the firm belief that that God loves all of us period. End of story. No matter how fallible some of us are, no matter what we do, uh, the universe loves you. You know, the source loves you. And we call that God. in uh, other religions, Allah, or, or, or how other people put it. So I, I, I was spiritual. But once I started this twin flame relationship, it like, wow, it took off. Like, just it, it, it's like the things that has happened to Pip and I, day in day out it's unexplainable it's the universe was like you're going to be with this woman like you know just simple things like psychic abilities all of a sudden I would see her doing something and I'm like are you doing this right now and she would text me back she's in England I'm in California she's like oh my god it was the first one that came out and this has happened multiple times I was like you're twirling your hair right now I see you twirling your hair it's it's like three in the morning my time I just woken up and she's laughing. She's like, "Oh my god, I was just twirling my hair," like that. That's just one little tiny example of a thousand that have happened to us. So spirituality, yeah, I've always been spiritual. I've always connected to my higher self, but not at, not at the level that we now are at, as far as where we've gone.
1: Yeah, because that's what I want to talk about as well as catalysts, because there will be so many catalysts in your life. So think about you, your last say year. I know this year has been. a a strange year i'm not going to say a bad year because it's been the best year of of my life so it's been a strange year and just think of how many people have actually come into your life and that you've needed them at that exact moment or a job offers come up and it just ran just so many like i wouldn't even call them random because as chris and i would explain them and other people do is called a synchronicity and a synchronicity is something that is a perfect timing for you in that in that instance so catalysts are huge so i was a massive catalyst for chris and I was, you know, and vice versa. We we both were. So we want to get across to you today. One of the messages is that everything you need in this lifetime is divinely put. It's just literally divinely put there from the universe. So all you need to do is ask. And we always say if it doesn't arrive, it's not because you're not worthy. It's not because it's not for you. It's not because you're not allowed it. It's because it's not read. It's not time and again i always say to my clients that it's never a no from the universe it's it's either a not yet it's i have something better in, in in mind or it's a yes so to know that you you're always protected to know that you will never you'll never be alone and there's always guidance there for you it's it's another level of thinking because i think a lot of us are in that state of because i think of chris like chris a year ago he was stuck Lost, didn't know where to go, what to do. He questioned his life. I've been there before, you know. He was literally asking his guides, "I need an intervention." And lo and behold, yeah. Angel Pip flew yeah. in. And- I literally,
0: I literally was praying, you know, at night and and meditating and and just like, "Is this it? Is this what? Is this my path?" You know, I, I, at the time, I just was sitting there going. I need help. And I just asked and, you know, like I prayed, I said, I need help. I need intervention. And, and then all of a sudden Pip and I just took off and, and I'm not kidding you. My life has done a total 180. you know, where I was a year ago where it, and that's like Pip said for us. And and I know it's been a hard year for many people. Many people are suffering. Many people have lost their jobs and we were trying to bring some hope to their lives. Like take this as a opportunity to change and grow which is what happened to us, you know. We were very fortunate that we were able to grow together, and, and we've been okay. And new opportunities have have just shown up in, in our lives as soon as we've opened that door to being open to greater spirituality. And I would just say here too, because as Pip was talking, it made me think about it. I mean, you know, some of the great teachers, and we listen to Wayne Dyer, we re- read, you know, Saint Francis, and and, and others, but. You know, if you remain close spiritually to your higher self, to your angels, your guides, to God, you, those opportunities will not show up. But they teach us and, they, and they, they instruct us that when you are open spiritually, you are open to guidance. All of a sudden, these opportunities come out of nowhere and people start coming out of nowhere. And that's what's happened to us this year. It's, it's crazy. Like all these business opportunities, all these opportunities to work with people, interviewing big people on my podcast all of that has come about in the last you know year because i believe you know i believe and and i've opened that door
1: yeah it's a a big word for this year was faith Chris and I are going through a journey of our own right now. We're going to go through a bit of a separation period. And, you know, we're, we're kind of like, oh, you know, that human self, you know, we have to remember that we are having this human experience and our human self has to feel into sadness, has to feel into anger. And, and you know, anger emotion is actually a real powerful emotion if used in the right way. So Chris and I are going to go through the separation period, but actually we're we know that it's, it's perfect timing, like we're not, we're not stamping our feet, having a tantrum, saying "Why me? Why me?" Because that is 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 the ego, and and that's what me and Chris have worked on this this year is is ego and letting go and letting go of control. And when we let go, it's like what Wayne says: you let go and you let God. Because the more you cling on to control, the more you cling on to the what if, when, how, why. You're getting further and further away from the divine purpose. What you're here to do, and as Chris said, staying connected, staying aligned you know, doing your meditation every day. And Chris and you, know, we both say the same, we're emergency meditators, we're emergency yoga, we do, mm-hmm. and we need to be better. We want to do better. And there's got to be that balance as well is as, as what are you doing on every level to better yourself? And that's where Chris comes in to do with sustainable living is like, you feel better in yourself when you're doing your emotional work, you're doing your spiritual work, your physical work. It's all a balance. And raising the vibration of the planet comes with you of course but what are you doing physically to help help mother earth so I want to ask you now Chris like in a nutshell what's your purpose in this lifetime
0: yeah it's funny because I was actually meditating on that earlier today uh, fulfilling my purpose and honestly life is a journey so you know the where my life has gone and the jobs I've done, the careers I'm ex-military. I was in business for a while and academia for a while. So what is my life's purpose? I really believe is to inspire somebody out there or or hundreds of people, thousands of people, millions of people I don't know yet to fight and help conserve the planet and its resources. Like it's, it's finite. So Pip mentioned we, we watched David Attenborough's show the other night and it was life on our planet. And it's his witness statement to the destruction of our environment in the last 70 years of his life. And he's seen it happen. And it hits us both really hard because Pip and I love nature so much. And I really believe my purpose is to, like Pip said, our, our mantra is help people heal so they can heal the planet. Because it came to me that if people are so wrapped up in their own problems you know, rightfully so, but when you're so wrapped up in your own world, your human experience, your you know, issues of the day, you don't have time to worry about elephants in Africa or the you know, we just covered the quaka, this little cute, you know, wallaby looking thing in Australia, or the beluga whales in the Arctic, that the Arctic ice is is, is melting at an incredible rate and it's going to be ice free in, in 10, 20 years. So you don't have time to worry about that. So I was sitting there thinking, how do I get people to care more? You know, because there is an army of people out there that do care. But how do I get more people to care? And that's like, well, let's help them heal themselves. That's where Pip comes in. And her and I have talked about this. And it kind of came to us both that you're right, you know, or we're right. That if we can help people heal, they'll look and want to help to heal the planet. So I really think that's my purpose in life is. Not only to be a loving partner and father, which is always my priority, but to inspire people to help heal themselves, but also heal the world.
1: Yeah, I love that, Chris. And the key there for me that I picked up on was about healing ourselves to heal the world, of course, but actually think about how your level of care for yourself. You don't care for yourself. You're not going to care about anything else externally. If you don't care about your well-being, care about your love, care about your body, care about... You, your mindset, whatever it is, you don't care at all for yourself, you have no self, you know, a level of worth, you don't love yourself unconditionally, how can you expect to love anything else, you know, animals, nature, trees, I believe, and this is my belief, and I never in this world want to push my beliefs on anyone else, I'm here to teach, I'm here to guide, but I truly believe every living thing has a soul, every living thing has as you said a vibration and when you're connected to nature you just have this other level of vibration like I'm currently sat in my office and there's a picture of this lovely woman that I bought in Glastonbury and she's surrounded by nature and I feel I feel at home in nature I feel connected to animals and it's funny because I want to mention this I don't think I've spoken about this on my podcast before but recently I've just started reading the book women who run with wolves and it just literally it started to stir memories I had visions in nature the other day with Chris and you know it taught, it has been teaching me something and one of the things that it brought up was about wolves and how we were very connected to wolves especially the Native Americans and I'm very drawn to that I'm very very drawn to tribes I have I always love having a tribe that's why I love doing my full moon rituals having group settings doing events because I love that setting and the thing about wolves, when I was in Australia last year, I was at the Corumbin Zoo, which I can't wait to take Chris to. And um, one of the ladies, I, I wanted to give back to to the zoo. So I said, can I donate? And she said, why don't you just buy like an animal experience because it goes back to the zoo? I said, oh yeah, amazing. And they'd sold out a few of them, but the only one left was the, was the dingo. And I thought, oh, well, I'll just do dingo then. It was clearly meant to be when I tell you what happened. So we waited to take these dingoes for a walk around the park and the zookeeper basically told me she's she's grown up with these from puppies they were rescued from the wild their mother was killed and they've they've brought them both up the brothers one's the alpha of course and he was called seth and he she said basically these aren't domestic dogs you know you've got a dog at home arlo he is obviously not a wolf but he's from a wolf and she said, these aren't domestic animals. So when they come out of their, their, their enclosure, they're going to want to sniff you out. They're going to want to see, do I like this woman? And she said, I just want you to just go on your knees, bow down and let them sniff you. And I said, okay, I'm, I'm ready for that. And I kid you not, as soon as they opened the enclosure gates, Seth, the alpha, ran straight over to me and was licking my face. I remember his breath stunk. And the zookeepers were just amazed. They just looked and said, this is, this never happens. Like what the hell? Like, and then my friend just said, oh, she's a dog whisperer. And it just made me think it's not about me being this animal whisperer or this dog whisperer. It's not about me being better than other people. It's actually the fact that I'm connected, so connected that animals see that because animals see fear. Animals feel everything like we do. And that dog that day knew that I was a pure soul, that I, I, I was connected to animals and nature. And I think it's like, it knew me. So it just brought up that memory and I wanted to kind of talk about it. And I always tell Chris about these stories and my family laugh. They always say I'm like Snow White mm. and it makes me feel good because that's the that's what I want to do in this world. And this this interview is for Chris and I'm just going off exactly. on one, but it's like, it just stirs these little memories. Like, you know, you will have memories in nature and that that is what I want to ask Chris next is what is your greatest moment or memory to do with Mother Earth or nature? And you may have a lot, but...
0: No, it's funny you're talking about that. And I, I know you've told me that story. But, you know, one time when Pip and I were together, you know, early on in our relationship and we were we went and got donuts and coffee and we're sitting out by the pier. We got mobbed by about 20 pigeons. No, no joke. I think we posted it on Instagram, but literally pigeons standing on my head, shoulders on my coffee, trying to get little crumbs of donut. And, and there's one guy was sitting there. He's like, I've been coming here for 30 years and I've never seen something like that. So we definitely, I think when your energy is matching the vibration of the earth, the planet, animals see you as a light and not something to be fearful of. But so my greatest memories, geez, that's a tough one. I mean, I grew up in the woods of Northern California with my dad fishing and mining gold and camping a lot. And I just kind of grew up in the outdoors in the summers beautiful california i was very very lucky and then also the oceans i i mean there's been moments of like interacting with and you know touching or just seeing wildlife you know out surfing and a wave coming in and a pot of dolphins and this one always stands out and i remember seeing two large dolphins and the baby dolphin in the middle as they surf this wave and i watched it and watched it and it was a huge wave and I, I forgot to duck last second and i was just like ah, oh, and i got tumbled and I was like, you know, it's like being in a washing machine if anybody that's ever been in the ocean and, and gotten tumbled surfing or whatever. And I remember I didn't care. I was just like, that was so awesome. Like, I because I saw the dolphins. That was amazing. I, I mean, I've worked with a lot of animals in my life. I think some of my, my favorite moments was actually uh, helping deliver baby horses. I've done that quite a bit uh, in my career. So I think birth... You know, of life is just something that's just, it's such a miracle every time, every time, every single time one of those little babies came out and I just, I would watch them and you always have to make sure that they stand up and that they, and they all do this within a couple hours of birth. You know, these animals, they're just amazing. Um, I remember one time I I was dealing with a large Asian elephant that came up to me in a pasture and she was huge. And I remember being like, my jaw hit the ground. Like, wow. Okay. You're, you're massive. And to be honest, like all those experiences with animals are always amazing. But I think one of my favorite things now I love to do, you know, when I can is go out and touch a tree. And I know Pip knows this because I was like, oh, I got to go touch a tree. So now I, I've, I've actually read a book. It's the secret therapy of trees and the science. So Pip was talking about science earlier. And there are a lot of studies that show the benefits of forest bathing being in nature uh, there's there's chemicals and and not just pheromones but you know ionophores other things that are released that actually are very soothing and healing to to the human body and i also believe there's there's something you know with energetics bioenergetics that really needs to be studied more but i find going out in nature and just putting my hands on trees and closing my eyes and just feeling into the nature the sounds the smells connecting is just one of the most amazing experiences and every time I'm always dizzy I feel my heart warm and I just smile and I feel calm and I feel like everything's gonna be okay
1: yeah and you know with nature guys it's about being present as well so when you're in nature it's like got to be a daily thing and just go out and connect and just be in the woods and yeah, as well, when you become more present, you just hit, it's like, we talk about our shift. We had our shift. And if you haven't read the book, Quantum Change, it talks about this and Wayne talks about it on the shift, the movie, that is a recommendation for us both. And since you have this shift, everything looks different. The, it, it really is like, it's, it, Wayne talks about how he can't explain it. It's like, there's no words to describe a shift. There's no words to describe how you feel after a shift. It's just life, it just makes sense. Everything makes sense. And next time you're out in nature, guys, we just recommend you just go and you don't you don't have to touch trees, but you just have just just be in there and be mindful. And you can hear the birds and you can hear the scurry of the squirrels and it just it's so beautiful. And like when you connect to nature, it everything seems to be calmer. Everything seems to just make more sense and everything seems to be better in life. And I want to just ask Chris about obviously the sustainable living because people actually don't realize how small are things they can do to make a huge difference. So what are your tips on helping people heal, but obviously helping the planet heal? What are the kind of the things that they can be doing on a daily basis?
0: Oh, wow. That heal. That's like, a, that's another podcast. That's, there's a lot to do that Pip and I suggest, and Like everything that she's doing, listen and, and take it to heart. I think you need to meditate every single day, like every single day, meditate for five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, if you can, minimum. And that helps connect to your higher self and quiet your mind. And then you'll start feeling your vibration match that of, of the earth. I just, I believe in it. It's like, it's prayer. It's people call it other things, but that to me is just, it's, it's something that you should do every day. Um, I always write my gratitude list. I wake up every morning saying thank you. I go to bed. The last five minutes of going to sleep are some of the most important in your brain. As far as always think of things you're grateful for, think of wonderful thoughts, things that make you happy, because for the next six, seven, eight, nine hours, however long you sleep, your subconscious is going to ruminate on those last five minutes. So ever since I've done that, and like I'm always grateful, and and I always think of, of just wonderful thoughts. Like I, I can't remember the last nightmare I had. I can't. I can't even remember. It's been over a year. So those are just some of the things you can do. You know, like go for walks every day. Go get some fresh air if you can. But take care of your health and living sustainably. I think helps your your psyche too. And the fact that you feel like you're living healthier. So one of the things Pip and I do is we, we at least have one day a week of no meat whatsoever in our diet, but it's actually gravitated to two or three days now where we actually don't eat meat or very little meat, if at all, you know, we, we've cut meat out of our diet because in reality we don't need meat every single day. Meat Animal production, and, and I'm, a, I'm an animal scientist. I, I've worked with cows, I've worked with horses, I've worked with sheep, pigs, you name it. And, you know, I will admit I love my T bone steak. I love my ribeye steak. I, I just do. It just tastes so good. But I realize that animal agriculture is destroying the planet at a rate that's not sustainable. So if we keep doing what we're doing, we will be extinct in a couple hundred years or a thousand years or, you know, 2,000 years. Who knows? but we will go extinct because the catastrophic changes that we're doing to the planet will end up being irreversible at some point. Technology won't save us. Nothing will save us. You know, it's just, it's, it's a fact. It's, it's what scientists are up in arms about. So what Pip and I do is we eat more vegetable, more live foods. We are doing our hardest to cut sugar out of our diet, which is very hard, but we do, we've reduced sugar intake. And we just, we feel better when you eat, you know, more vegetables in your diet. I, I'm I'm getting really more into these plant-based meats that actually I was very skeptical at first, but they taste wonderful. Uh, so that's something you can do major, obviously recycle, pick up garbage once a week. When you go on a walk, you know, bring a bag and pick up some garbage and that will help or, or help pick, you know, pick up garbage off the beach. Uh and one of the biggest things you can do for the ocean is stop using single use plastics. So we say, say no to straws, get a reusable water bottle. Don't buy plastic water bottles anymore. You know, if you can help it because a lot of that plastic is ending up in our ocean streams and it's killing wildlife. So that's, I could go on and on and on and on, but that's just some of the things you can do to to help heal yourself, but then in turn help heal the planet
1: yeah and this there is a lot and a lot of it like we find hard to do like for example like cars they're so bad for the environment and there's so many of them but if you could just like limit how many many times use your car if it's if it's doable just walk to the shop or wherever you can like if you know you can walk that distance walk that distance and if we could all just save that little bit it just makes a big difference you think about what happened in the pandemic Within a couple of like weeks, we we're all locked down at the beginning of the year. Look at the animal and the wildlife that just bloomed. Like people were seeing dolphins in the rivers in Venice and like deers were coming into the cities. And just think of like life blooms. And this is what David Attenborough was saying. You think of Chernobyl, that that place in was it 1986, Chris? 1986. So, yeah. yeah. It literally like the nuclear plant. It does an explosion, and everyone had to be evacuated. No one's ever lived there ever since. If you see the pictures of it, life grew there, and that's what David's trying to get across is that when humans are extinct, life will go on. Like life will go on. Chernobyl is the perfect example. I'm so glad he put that into that movie because even the the wildlife lived there, and it's just so. It's actually made me smile because. When humans are around, animals seems to thrive, and it's that's sad. It, it it makes me feel sad. And we you know we once ran together, we once lived together, and we are all one. We're all this, of the same thing. We all we're all connected. And like when something that really clicked for me on that movie was when they first went into space and they took a picture of the Earth and they looked back at Earth and it just we're all on this little ball of gas, like all together. And the difference with animals is like you know. They know it, we know it. We can't communicate as as we'd like to, but the they know, they know that they're on this earth, they know their purpose. And do you know your purpose? Everything has a purpose, everything has a dharma. And Chris talks about this. You wipe out a species and that will affect the species that eats it, the species that, that it eats. It's literally like a full circle of life. So before we finish, Chris, because I could talk to you talk to you for hours, as you know, yeah. and I can carry on talking to you all night. So uh, through your eyes, what can we do more of to help mother earth? If you could just pick one, cause I know like it's similar to what we could do to help heal ourselves, but to help mother earth rise, what could we all do?
0: Well, in, in line for this podcast, you know, because in, in my podcast, I'm, I, you know, I have thousands of people that are motivated to, to help animals. I think people that listen to Pip's podcast is is motivated to help themselves. So I would say if you want to help the planet, put yourself first, and maybe many of you don't, you know, I'm a parent, I'm, I'm in a relationship with Pip and it's hard to put myself first before other people. But if I dedicate time every day to taking care of myself, doing self-care, meditating, doing the things I need to do. I in turn have the energy, love, positivity to turn around and share that with others, especially Pip, you know, and and, and other people in our family. So I would just say, you know, if you want to help, really help yourself, really dig into this, really set up daily practices to take care of of you and then in the back of your mind go, you know, how do I, how am I going to help this planet? You know, and and I think once you're taken care of and you're healing, then you're going to turn around and help heal the planet.
1: Yeah. That's the message we want to get across Chris and I is that. It is when we heal ourselves, we we just see the greater the greater good of the planet. It's just if you don't feel connected to nature, it's just because you haven't done that inner work. Because the inner work comes with connecting to nature because that's where we came from. Look at our look at our history, you know. That's why I'm so drawn to tribes, because back thousands of years ago, like you're talking ten thousand years ago, everything was just tribal. Everything was tribes, and that's kind of like what I've been really into the last last few weeks is how we've evolved and how our like dna and our instincts are very similar to that tribal instinct and we are all one we we really are all one the only thing that separates us is just where we live and wherever we are on the planet but this is our planet this is our planet we have been blessed to live on this planet we have been blessed by you know since we were born and so are the animals and it's it's our duty to to save ourselves it really is and that's kind of why we wanted to just do this episode today for day whenever we watch david attenborough it's like a big spark of, of emotion and a big spark of inspiration so um this was a happy anniversary for chris and uh, chris and i so i just want to say happy anniversary, happy babe.
0: anniversary. it's been a minute it's been uh if you t- listen to what pip's saying because this is the stuff her and i talk about every day if you start implementing some of this in your life, you are going to lead such a great life. Like what has happened to us in the past year has been life altering that I just have no doubts anymore about our future and our future happiness and living our life's purpose because, you know, we have taken those steps. So happy anniversary, babe. It's It's been an amazing year during very difficult times for, for most people. So,
1: thank a you anniversary. i yeah. know it's great and just remember guys put yourself first it really does make a difference and that's what we want for everyone so if you have any questions please reach out to both of us chris chris's podcast i'll put his podcast on the show notes and a little bit of bio about him and his, his podcast is amazing reach out to him join his group follow him on instagram all creatures podcast you know you can find him everywhere i found him very easily so i hope you've enjoyed listening to us today i just love i just love recording episodes with chris so i'll bring him on for some more bits and bobs but definitely watch david attenborough's movie it's on netflix i think it's on netflix it's on netflix yeah, yeah and just do small steps guys all it takes is small steps and if all of humanity did that think of what a different world we we'll would be living in in the next few years so wherever you are take care and we will chat to you soon bye